dig this. First 125, Moro here from Grundle. Kingsley turns that five sideways. Brian, the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallon Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Meta, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. Fly Racing, Bills Pipes, W Wheels, Motul MX, X-Brand Goggles, Moto Ice Wrap, and Moto Stuff make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Fly Racing and Meta. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we've got none other than Kenny Mandrick. Kenny, how's it going? I am great, Brad. How are you? Hey, not too bad whatsoever. Uh, beautiful day here in Winnipeg. How are things in uh, in Thunder Bay? It's a- Today was actually an unreal day. We was plus 18, people out on their decks. I was out... I, had, I was out at work today, and people people are out on their lawns, even trying to even cut their lawns. I couldn't believe it. So, well, that that is rather early to be trying to cut the lawn. That's a diehard right there. But uh, um, you mentioned you were at work, and for for most people that I have on this podcast, motocross is their work. That's all they do. But uh, the reality is that some riders are attempting to turn pro and, and uh, are are having to uh, work construction or, or have a nine to five job uh, in, in the off season. What is it that you you do uh, to supplement the, uh, the your your addiction, this passion for motocross? Um, I am an apprentice for finished carpentry, so I uh, basically do any sort of trim and houses, cabinetry, and any painting, anything along the along, along the lines of that. I um, I just I do it to help you know support the funds to do as go as far as I could on my dirt bike. Absolutely, couldn't agree more. Uh, a tactic that, or a uh, uh, a strategy that uh, that not enough uh, privateers uh, have. Honestly, I think I see a lot of guys uh, think to themselves: the only way they can uh, like legitimately turn pro is if they focus a hundred percent on it, and uh, they end up going backwards in the process and uh, absolutely exhausting uh, any uh, resources and and uh, an income that they do have on on just pre- preparing to to. to Get to these races, but you're taking the uh, the apprenticeship route, and um, and trades is always a great thing. It's something you be able to uh, uh, fall back on, on top of the fact that uh, no doubt uh, provides you with the uh, the knowledge of a of a hard day's work, which is always something that uh, um, helps me realize how how lucky I am to be able to do some of the things that I do away from work. Exactly. So, uh, like, how long have you been working as a carpenter, and uh, inversely, how long have you been a completely addicted to the sport of motocross, as well as uh, uh, you also race sleds? Yes. So I've been a, uh, I'm 18 years old, and uh, just uh, I got out of high school last summer. So this is my first full year off of, off of school. Um, I've, so I've been I started my apprenticeship last June. Hopefully, going to come around here in a year pretty soon. Um, became addicted to the sport 
three years old, got my first bike, and it's just head over heels for it and just can't get enough. So a, a guy who uh, falls in love with this sport, uh, you're, you're from uh, Thunder Bay, Ontario, so uh, you get equal parts snow and ice to uh, some, some pretty warm temperatures. Most people wouldn't believe that we get uh, everything from minus 30 to plus 30, for, which for our American friends is uh, right around minus 30 Fahrenheit to uh, about 90, 95 degrees uh, in, in, the, in, in the summer times. Uh, how, how do you uh, best uh, use that uh, that climate change throughout the year to uh, to enjoy the, the, your passions? Uh, if once it starts getting nice out, anytime the snow is gone, I'm trying to get out there on my dirt bike as fast as I possibly can. I actually don't mind the climate here. It, when it is summertime, it is nice here, and it's kind of that perfect riding weather. You know, it's not too hot. It couldn't sometimes it's not too cold. I think it's I think it's above average uh, place to be. So uh, clue clue the uh, the listeners in on the uh, the the process necessary for a Canadian rider to uh, go ahead qualify for the Redlands uh, Amateur National and uh, and actually and uh, and fly the Canadian flag quite well down there in Hurricane Mills. Yeah, there is uh, quite a process to it. So. You gotta you gotta find a, um, an area qualifier that's closest to you. So mine would be uh, Little Falls, Minnesota. They have an area qualifier uh, every first weekend of May. Then, if you if you get and then you, if you qualify out of there, you go to the regional. The regional qualifier is um, usually for us is usually in Millville. Most of the guys know what Millville, the big the pro track. Love it. And yep and. If you make it out of there, you're going to the ranch. You're going straight to the ranch, and once you get there, you're in with all the big boys. And uh, I, I got to think that uh, even even the most impressive setup rolling out of uh, the Great Canadian North, once you get down and see the uh, uh, the setups and the uh, um, the just the, the organization that some of these uh, amateur pros have is uh, is pretty intimidating, isn't it? Yes, it is. I went to the ranch in 2009. I haven't been back since, unfortunately, due to some injuries and just some financial issues. Um, but it is wicked down there. So what, what class did you, uh, um, did you race in at Loretta's? 65, 10 to 11 mod. 10 to 11 mods. So uh, clue us in on, uh, okay. I'm trying to think of who, who would have been in that class to, uh, uh, to, to take the, the cake on that one. I, you, you must have been in there with uh, the Cooper Webbs of the world. Cooper Webb, um, I'm thinking Plessinger was still there. Maybe he was on 80s. Um, Joey Crown. Okay. Uh, yeah. You must come across Joey quite often, though. I do. I see him at the Canadian National in Walton every year. Well, what's what's that guy to dice uh, like to dice with, or at least see him out there on the track uh, uh, putting down laps? Because uh, I, I, at some point uh, in the next couple of years, I imagine that guy will be uh, um, not only ripping up Canadian Nationals but American Nationals as well. Yeah, he's a super cool guy, Brad. You know, you, you can talk to him like a normal guy off the track, and you can totally tell how much work he puts in on and off the track. And once he get on, once he gets on the track, he's no, you just know he's smiling under his helmet, just doing what he loves. And he, he's a down to earth kid, and uh, I really think if he keeps it up, he's going to go far. 
There you go. So speaking of going far, uh, we're talking about a guy, or right now we're talking to a guy who's got skills on both uh, the sleds and in motocross. And uh, you, uh, finding through the grapevine earlier this afternoon that uh, you you plan to uh, um, make your way into the Canadian professional ranks uh, later on this year. But uh, um, word has it that you've you've been uh, dicing it up with. Uh, Earl the Squirrel, Scrap Iron himself, Rhymer, uh, out of Thunder Bay, and uh, in in recent uh, in recent history, and that's uh, no small feat in and of itself. Yeah, me and Rhymer, we go way back. Ever since I was little on on sixties, he's been around the track teaching me things here and there. And you're right, he is a Scrap Iron, and I love grew up riding with him. He's a great guy. What uh, what would be a track uh, locally that uh, that he might still have uh, the edge on you a little bit? Because Scrap Iron Earl, I remember the first time I ever saw the guy ride. He's uh, um, I think people have uh, uh, quoted as saying um, Earl has done the most with the least amount of talent. Yes, by all <laughs> means, he is the the track that he would have the most on me right now would be Atacoke and MX. Uh, it's, it's part of our series up here in, in around Thunder Bay area. We're called superior dirt riders. There's three tracks in it and there's one in Thunder Bay, Ontario. And there's one also just outside of Fort Francis in Emo, Ontario. And also as well as Atacokan, like I said, Atacokan is a, is a sand track and Earl's known for his sand. He, I don't know where he gets in from, but he is unreal in the sand. Oh, I totally agree. Uh, I, as as recently as I believe 2009, maybe 2010, um, Earl winning winning pro motos like the the top of the top A level motos in Manitoba at at a local track by the name of Melita, uh, deep deep sand, and uh, the guy can just play in that box all day long, never gets tired, just kills everyone. Uh, showing these kids, I I, I swear. When uh, when I first started racing, he was in his uh, gotta been late thirties at the time. He's got to be pushing fifty uh, in the next couple of years here, and uh, he's still got uh, he's still got the the mojo. It's it's incredible to see. Yes, it is. He's actually the same age as my dad, so he's forty seven. And uh, my my when we're at the track, and my dad sees him ride, and my dad goes, he just doesn't understand how he could do it. No, not at all. But how do you, how do you do it? How do you cultivate that type of speed from uh, like uh, having basically a, a fragmented season? Although you do get the uh, the ability to uh, throw around a machine in the winter time, uh, like you said you're working full time. You're an apprentice and uh, living in a, a, a country that really only has about maybe a, at best seven month riding season. Um, what do you need to do in the off season, and how can uh, to basically cultivate those skills and what can you do during the season to maximize that time yeah you know it's tough up here um i put it i put in quite a bit of work uh in the gym trying as best i can in the winter time it's hard to do some outdoor training in the winter time obviously up here um usually at the gym three or four times a week after work or before work and if not, I'm out riding my dirt bike somewhere. Um, in the wintertime, yeah, I used, like I said, I, ride, I race snowmobiles and at the ISOC National Tour in uh, in the United States also. And I think that's a great uh, great way to train for me because 
it's basically the same riding style, and you're also tossing around something that's twice the size. Fair enough. So uh, obviously, uh, you've enjoyed success on, uh, on on both snow and dirt. Um, which which do you prefer uh, best, and uh, which could you foresee yourself going furthest in as a professional? Uh, you know, probably motocross. I think I see myself furthering out in that more because I've been doing it since I was three years old. The snowcross era, I've just been started. This is my third year uh, doing a couple of races here and there on them. Um, yeah, definitely motocross. So um, just a couple of seasons ago, you were able to wrap up three provincial titles on the uh, on, on Hondas. You've then switched uh, since switched to uh, the green bikes. Um, what what shop do you ride for? Who what uh, who, who do you align yourself with for 2016? And uh, do you do most of the work yourself? Yeah, basically, my dad's my mechanic. We do as much as we can. Um, I actually the people I ride for like. I got to give it up to Larry at Excalibur Motorworks. He, he hooked me up with a bike this year. Uh, yeah, um, RMC Graphics for doing all my deco work for me. Yeah, uh, Riley. Yep. 7MS. How did and, you get 7? Pardon? How did you get aligned with 7 uh, like seven, seven Gear? That is a aspiring brand, if you will. A lot of kids want to be able to uh, uh, get a hookup like that. How did you get hooked up with 7? Uh, through Hook It. Oh, really? Yes. Awesome. So, uh, like, uh, did you get a discount, or you actually get uh, some, some free sets here and there? No, it's hard to get free stuff from them. Uh, I, get, I get a good discount. That's pretty good, and all it, like for for flashy looking stuff like that, I'm sure you don't mind uh, paying a, uh, a a couple a couple extra bucks to uh, to have uh, to be turning heads come gate drop on uh, on Sundays. Exactly, yeah, and then I got to give it up to Chris Chris Elliott. He uh, he he puts his his word out there for me, and he's down in Nevada, and uh, he's done a lot for me, and I can't thank him enough. Well, Chris is a great guy, but I gotta ask, who who do you think has more laps in him right now? If you guys had to go do an endurance moto, uh, who's gonna say give first? Uh, would it be you or Christopher? Oh, if 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 he didn't get arm pumped, he would definitely whoop my ass. <laughs> but <laughs> but but the problem is, he would get arm pumped, wouldn't he? Yes, he would. So. Um, You'd mentioned we'd mentioned earlier that uh, you're working as a carpenter, and uh, work like that really helps you uh, put it in perspective uh, and, and enjoy the time that we do spend on the bike. Um, do you feel like that gives you any type of edge over some of these guys that might have a few things handed to them uh, that uh, that you don't? Things that you have to work harder for. Things that um, that mental toughness that uh, that is accrued through uh, a lot of hard work. Because uh, whether you're framing houses, building building scaffold or just uh, digging in the uh, in, in the, the icy mud of uh, of Thunder Bay. Uh, those are the types of things that uh, kind of toughens you up, uh, not unlike uh, Earl the Squirrel has done over his life. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, the mental toughness is there. you got to be strong the way if, if you want to be fast and also work full time and not get the time in that you really want to. It's, it's hard knowing that you – that 
with riding with the kids that ride all year round and the kids that train, they get up and train for what they do. That is what they do. And for me, getting up and going to work and hopefully we'll, we'll make the race on the weekend. And uh, it's just meant, it's the, it's the mental toughness that you got to push through and remember that uh, you're, you're here for a good time. No doubt. Well, we're going to throw it to commercial quickly here on the Big MX Radio Podcast Show. But when we come back, we're going to talk 450 class. We're going to talk, talk pl- Club MX and as well as uh, some, some nice local tracks uh, in a close proximity to you. We'll be right back here on the Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Meta. Hey, guys. It's Kenny Maddock 102 riding for Excalibur Motorcycle Works here on Big MX Radio. Hold on. We're going to commercial. We'll be right back. When it's time to turn heads, Spokeskins has you covered. Whether it's dirt bikes, street bikes, or bicycles, nobody does it better than Spokeskins. Mix and match your spokes, or go with the same color all the way around. Either way, Spokeskins is the way to go to customize the look of your bike. Uniting off-road riders on every end of the budget spectrum, Spokeskins is aimed at giving you the custom look without the custom price tag. If you're looking to set your bike apart from the rest of the herd, turn some heads, and be able to change your bike's look on the fly, head to spokeskins.net. They don't just have spokeskins on their website, they've got more. New products are being added all the time, like the Motul Slacker Digital Sag Scale, and just recently, Galfer Off-Road Series Rear Brake Lines, Oversized Rotor Kit, and Front Brake Lines as well. So do what I did. Head to spokeskins.net today place your order and get set up to turn some heads out there spokeskins we've got you covered if there's one item to be picky about it's choosing the right helmet i'm andrew short and i choose the f2 carbon from fly racing you too can wear the exact same helmet i wear trey canard wears jimmy alberson wears and many others the f2 carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super tricky these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with Oats and Bran. Oats and Bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. X-Racing Man. But more than bikes, what Big Jeff likes is a fat bowl. Amigos with Bran. Fat bowl. Amigos with Bran. Oats for power. Bran's for speed. Ooh, that tastes what a delicious treat. Cereal bees, Emigos. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. In motocross, everyone wants one common thing to simply enjoy the ride. Sand, clay, loam, or concrete, and everything in between. Riders all want to be able to enjoy their ride. But today is Arena Cross. Tomorrow's Glen Helen, 
and Saturday, we're heading to this gnarly sand track. How can we be sure our suspension is always dialed in? For most, employing a full-time practice technician is unrealistic, and even for those who have one, setting suspension is still a chore. Get a measuring tape, scratch a mark on the fender or rear number plate, and attempt some backward math to find 105 millimeters. Does this tape even have millimeters on it? Forget that. Head to motool.co today and set your sag every time you ride with the Slacker Digital Sag Scale. Let's hear from Johnny K. Spear himself and how this thing works. So uh, really basically you would just uh, stick it on your axle with the magnet, stick the clip on your side plate, basically where the arc of the axle would hit the side plate, and then uh, pull out the retractable cable, hook it to the clip, and turn it on, and then just take the bike off the stand and, and take a measurement. It's that easy. Trust tuning your suspension to Johnny Casebeer and Motul MX. Lighter than air and stronger than steel. So what that means is it can move much faster. 2014 X-Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter X, Volcano, and Phantom Goggle, X-Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X-Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear-offs, zip-off systems, nose guard, and more. Check out eksbrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to dubyausa.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. What's up, guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist. Suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown full rebuild on your forks or, or shock. Call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. Hey guys, 
Bill's Pipes is back, and that means the return of legendary performance. Two strokes, check. Four strokes, check. Since 1974, they've been tuning power at its finest for motocross racers, off-road racers, you name it. For you two-stroke lovers, the MX2 Bill's Pipe exhaust system is flat out the right choice to make. Nickel, works, and the brand new cone look is the right system for the job. When it comes to four-strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to decimate the field anywhere, anytime. So if you want the same pipe used by Billy Leninovich, Sean Collier, Vicky Golden, and the entire Barn Pros Home Depot Yamaha team, head over to Bill'sPipes.com today and never settle. Hey, this is Alex Ray. I don't know if, why you're listening to Brad's podcast, but I'll be back on soon. Hey, this is Zach Cummins. All you hosers, quit listening to Nickelback and jump on over to the Big MX Radio Show. Hey, guys, this is Kate Clayson, and not only do I blow uh, Alex Ray's doors off on the track, but I do it at K1 speed, too. And we're back. Big MX Radio Podcast Show still on the line with Kenny Mandrick. Kenny, um, I understand that um, in, the, in the winter months, it's it's tough to get ride time. Obviously, when the track is covered in uh, two or three feet of snow, sometimes you got to head south of the border. Sometimes you got to head to Club MX and um, and and spin some laps. Um, what's uh, what like to, to, for for those listening? What's it like heading to one of those uh, those facilities? Uh, what can someone expect? Club MX is one of the best facilities that I've ever ridden at. Uh, the guys down there are super helpful. It's, uh, they, they supply everything for you. Everything you need is there and the tracks are beautiful. And yeah, just, just like Brandon down there, Brandon, the owner, Brandon Hawes, he's, he's a super good guy. Um, if you're willing to work then he is willing to work with you, you want to get fast, you're going to get fast riding at Club MX. Wow. So like uh, I, I, we've seen video and there's there's tons of, of, of pictures circulating. Uh, but uh, what, what's the landscape like out there? Uh, I've, I've only heard good things about uh, so just the soil and the, the, the mixture of things that they bring to the, the, to the each lap uh, at, the, at the various tracks. Um, like it's obviously something that uh, you enjoyed while you were down there. Yeah, I loved it when I was there in 2013 throughout the winter. Um, the landscape there is beautiful. It's a lot different dirt than I ride up here, but you know it's nothing, nothing, nothing to get used to. Um, yeah, there's a lot of there's, they have a sand track in the back there that's really, really sand, beach sandy. They got a couple front tracks, super cross tracks, anything you really need, it's there. Fair enough. So what's what's in a number? Every like everyone always asks me why I run ninety five, and I'm sure there's a few people that have asked you why you have the one hundred. 102 on the front of your motorcycle uh so i'll go ahead and uh and 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 figure that out for everybody what's with the 102 the 102 is kind of a like a like a wow because i bought my when i bought my first 65 uh it had a number on it and we just decided to keep it because i like the decals that were on it and it was the number zero two and there was no one in front of it so then i went to my my very first national and they didn't like that number and made me put a one in front of it. So then I became one Oh two and I've been like that ever since. 
Ah, just keep it going all throughout uh, the 102. Poised to uh, to mix it up with uh, Colton Fosiati and uh, the rest of the uh, the Canadian boys once the gate drops at a local national. Uh, when's the first time that we're going to see you uh, if at the uh, at, a, at a, a Canadian national? Mixing it up with the rest of those boys. Uh, uh, Modison saying that you might not be uh, uh, clicking off Moto wins, but uh, pretty cool to be uh, able to. To uh, qualify for one of those events, yeah, I'm hoping to get to a couple this year. I'm really thinking um, it's gonna not going to be until later in the season, though, because when they're on that west coast, it's it's a it's far for us. So when we're over here in mm-hmm. Thunder Bay, yeah, um, I'm hoping to get to Sandalee and uh, definitely Walton again. Fair enough. So Walton is a track that uh, I'm not sure if you have a ton of time on, but it's a beautiful landscape. But uh, if they were to uh, host a uh, at a a national or amateur national, whatever, uh, at uh, at one particular track, uh, what's one track that uh, you feel you just straight up can't be beaten? Um, I think it would have to be just just across the border with our friends over in the U.S. Uh, in uh, District 23. Echo Valley Motocross Park. I've ridden, have been riding there since fifties, and it, and just love it. Lots of hills, big jumps, and the soil's good. It ruts really nice. I, I love it there. So, uh, r- racing in District Twenty Three, I I, uh, I I don't doubt that you've uh, came across the uh, uh, DJ Burmy over the last couple of years. I haven't seen DJ in. A couple of years now. The last time I seen him was at a race in Staples for District 23, and he was ripping. And I heard I've heard nothing but good things since. Oh yeah, kid's absolutely on it. Uh, he's just completely uh, unaware of even how fast he is at times. Uh, kid's totally just uh, totally aloof, but uh, love to see it and uh, love to head down to District Twenty Three and spin some laps. In fact, last time I was down there was for uh, about mm, oh, it's almost going back. Oh heck, that's almost ten. It's almost six years ago already uh, at Staples. Beautiful track, beautiful soil. Uh, the kind of soil that you could just play in all day long. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, as far as local tracks to, uh, to hone your craft on, I understand that you've got a pretty nice track, not too far from where you live. Yes, I do. Uh, me, that's exactly, that's where I met Chris, just down the road from me, down the highway a little bit. Um, me and, uh, a good family friend of ours, his name is Joe Mielli. His, uh, his son Parker races motocross and he's got a will and a desire just like I have. And he's he's young. He's just he's still on eighty five. They built a track in their backyard, and it's got to be a, about a minute and a half long on a, on a two fifty. So it's a good practice track. I like going there and spinning laps after work. So what what makes a good practice track for you? Is it just a track that challenges you, makes you work on things that you're not good at, or is it a track that uh, plays into your strengths a little bit, helps you flow, and uh, it just makes it uh, fun to put in the laps and uh, and hone your craft? Yeah, just like you said, something fun. Uh, I like I like a lot of tight corners on my practice tracks, just you know, because you can never not get but not uh, get better at your corners. So. Um, I like flow. Not I don't like practicing on a lot of big jumps. Um, basically, like to stay on the ground more. 
stay on the ground and uh, put the power to the ground. Um, absolutely. A lot of these guys uh, as, uh, go as far as uh, working on uh, strictly corner tracks because, as you know, um, the uh, these these races are won and lost in the corners. And uh, uh, it, it's as you go up in the, in the levels of racing, it only becomes more so. Um, what are you going to be doing uh, to prepare yourself for those later rounds in the Canadian Nationals so that when, uh, when the big boys come through, uh, your corner speed and uh, corner entrance speed will be up to snuff. Yeah, I got um, I got a corner track set up at my house in in my backyard, and if uh, and if it rains, that soil is perfect to go out there and hit the gnarly ruts, just dragging foot peg. And Walton is exactly like that. Walton track is always foot peg deep. Ruts are gnarly. Oh, that's awesome, man. Well, um. I gotta ask for for those if there are any sponsors listening, someone who'd want to help you out. Uh, who do they contact? How do they get a hold of you to uh, to be a part of your program? And uh, and after that, what are some of your existing sponsors? The the guys, the help that uh, that either help with discount or they help with uh, uh, bike work stuff like that. Uh, let us know that as well. Yeah, uh, my contact information would be my cell phone number. Uh, or my email address, if uh, anyone, anyone who would like to get a hold of me, it's uh, 807-620-6710. And my email address is Kenny underscore Mandrick 2 at hotmail.com. And, yeah, just like you said, Brad, sponsors this year, couldn't thank them enough. Riley at RMC hooking me up with always with the sickest graphics and Larry from Excalibur Motorworks hooking me up with a bike this year. Seven MX, uh, uh, Chris Elliott, always Chaz Chuck enterprises. Uh, got to give it up to my, my family and my mom and dad. They do, they, um, put in the best for me and always sacrificing everything for the best for me. And, you know, I got to give it up to the Lord always. That you do. Um, so uh, I, I got to ask whether or not you're going to be bringing back the uh, the hockey hair anytime soon. <laughs> I play hockey every Sunday in the wintertime if uh, if I'm not snowmobile racing, just to toss on the skates and go go out and get a get a nice workout in. Fair enough. Well, uh, we got uh, we got playoffs in beer league tonight. If uh, if if you want to spare. Pardon. I said we got we have I have a playoff game tonight in beer league if you want if you can spare for us. I'm in. Perfect. So who uh, who would win between you and Chris in a game of posts if it was right now? Oh, I think I got Chris in this one. You think you got Chris in the game of posts? I uh, definitely. Fair enough. Well, uh, always nice to get a little smack talk in. Uh, really appreciate Chris Elliott for setting this up. Uh, everyone who uh, who's listening, if you want to reach out and uh, either give uh, Kenny some some words of encouragement, you can do so at uh, his his Instagram. Real simple, Kenny Mandrick. That is Kenny K E N N Y M A N. D-R-Y-K on, on Instagram. You can give him a follow and, uh, and also uh, get in the comments section a little bit and, and cheer him on as he 
makes his effort to uh, to reach the the highest level of uh, of Ontario motocross and uh, Canadian motocross. Really glad to have made some time to uh, chat with you today, Kenny. Um, thanks so much. Thank you so much, Brad. I appreciate it. Awesome, man. Don't hang up just yet, but for podcast's sake, we'll cut it off right there. Sounds good. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.